Hi, my name is Deborah Ogden and I would like to welcome you to On Brand With. Through this podcast, I want to bring you into my world of personal brand and impact and hopefully bring it to life through the experiences of me and my guests. Over the coming episodes, I will talk to a range of people I know and admire and ask them about the different ways they use their personal brand, the positive benefits it can bring and what best practice looks like in the real world. So today's episode, I'm really excited to talk to my guest today and this lady has... Well, she makes a huge impact globally, but she's made a huge impact on my life this year. And I'm going to get a little bit emotional (laughs) as I say this, but um, I'm really excited to introduce Claire Paxman. And Claire is a, um, well, she's Director of Strategic Strategic Initiatives for Paxman Scalp Cooling. And I'll let her tell you a little bit more about her work, but... They provide the scalp cooling when people are going through chemotherapy and my family's been impacted by that this last 12 months and Claire was amazing. I'm not the greatest person for reaching out for help but I decided to pick up the phone and and ask for help from Claire and my goodness me she made such a difference to our lives as a family and particularly to my mum so a big thank you Claire and we'll both start we'll start off in tears yeah, uh, right. not a good place for a podcast hey but uh yeah so Claire thank you so much for sparing the time because I know you are so so busy but I really appreciate you coming on here and and talking about your life and your personal brand and how it it's such a well, it's such an important part of your business, the brand, isn't it, and what you yeah, do? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you very much for having me. Indeed, it's uh, my absolute pleasure to be here, and it was also my absolute pleasure uh, to help you and your wonderful mum as well. And I'm just so pleased that that we could help her through her uh, cancer journey. So, um, thank you. you know, it's my my absolute pleasure. It's what it's what I feel I was put on this earth to do. Wow. Um, yeah, is to is to help people, and certainly. Uh, through such the difficult time as, as cancer um, so you know brand is a massive thing for us at Paxman and uh, everything we do is so patient centric it's all about the patients it's all about helping these people through what is such a difficult difficult time mm. um, and that's all down to um, you know and the reason we started um, absolutely and the, the the foundation of Paxman is is my beautiful late mum uh, yeah. Sue Paxman who um, sadly was diagnosed with breast cancer age 36 and the prospect of losing her hair uh, was terrifying um, so my very clever dad after her, her using a scalp cooling system but it was a, an older primitive type okay yeah so and it wasn't it wasn't effective it didn't work so Sadly, her hair did fall out, um, and my own personal experience of that was um, I was only 14 at the time, and so and she said, right, come on, Claire, get those scissors out of the drawer, orange-handed scissors, and, um, and let's go and cut it all off. I can't cope with this as it's falling out as it is. And, you know, that's one of the worst things I've 
ever ever had to do as a person you know at 14 shouldn't Absolutely. have been shouldn't cutting be my mum's hair that, should, you? should have no. been pinching her clothes and going out for lunch or arguing and being a petulant teenager Absolutely, um yeah. but but that's what gives me my own personal story the passion and drive to go out and do do what we do and that's exactly the same for um for the rest of my family I mean my it's down to my my brilliant uh, dad Glenn Paxman um you know that that we do what we do because he already successful businessman and entrepreneur decided he wanted to to make something that worked with our refrigeration background and uh... it's so it's fascinating isn't it when you go from brewing yeah. and, and being cool cooling beer <laughs> to now cooling heads yeah yeah, yeah. well it, it is it's it's it just it's two such separate businesses but yeah. amazing that it can be brought together and it's lovely that you mention your dad like that because um my sort of introduction to you as a family obviously you being a local business yeah. I I knew of you and we're in a similar network but a couple of years ago I spoke at an event for Huddersfield Town with uh, David Wagner, the manager at the time, and your your dad came over to me at the end and said, everything that you talk about, Deborah, about values and culture and how everybody within the business matters and what they bring and they yeah. have to buy into that vision and that, that um, mission, if you like, um, he said that that's what we do and yeah. we do that with every single person buys into that no absolutely and I actually do remember that event because he spoke incredibly highly of you and I remember Thank him you. talking about you after um but yeah it, it is and as as we have grown so to give you an example in the last 18 months we've gone from 20 to 25 people to now 50 Gosh. um so that's you know that's a large expansion and when you start to grow like that it becomes more difficult for you to employ people or for you to, to find people who do stick by your values. But we've got a fantastic process of, um, of onboarding and also um, where we have the business goals and we've set the values. But all those have been set not by myself, my dad, you know, uh, Richard, my brother, who's mm. our CEO. Um, it's been done by everybody. So it's okay. all included, you know, why do you like to, what do you, what's the reasons you like to work for Paxman, um, you know, what gets you out of bed in the morning and things like that. And it's always the same thing. It's yeah. about the knowing that on a global scale, they're all helping people um, who are going through cancer because we have to be honest, so many of us are, are touched by it, aren't we, whether it's individually yeah, yeah. with your with your direct families or or friends um so everybody knows somebody um and i think the biggest thing for us as well and one of the biggest hurdles for us is actually making sure people understand what the impact of losing your hair is like when you're going through chemotherapy um as a lot of people sort of refer to it or even patients tell us oh people must think i'm vain oh my gosh god it's not that it's it's not vanity it's sanity yeah and that's the that's the main thing because we are it's that visual impact isn't it it's also and I've done a lot of work around um self-image as well and how 
even how people present themselves from their clothes from a personal branding point of view but this yeah. takes it to such another level well it does because it it strips cancer strips people of of near enough everything as it already is and and you know then you add perhaps surgery into that um and then to be told that a treatment you're going to have is actually going to make you lose all of your hair and we're not talking about just the hair on your head it's everywhere now looking at men and women so a lot Mm. of people assume assume and associate that this is just about um women but it's just as important for men as well and because they assume with male pattern baldness um that men won't mind but that doesn't happen in two to three weeks like chemotherapy induced alopecia does um so no they find it they find it just as hard so it's important that as our brand as well and as being very patient centric that we get that and portray that we know that men matter too and it's and women as well and that's our goal is to a to improve the effectiveness um and hence the investment into the university that we um that we we carried out last year and um, to open the world's first scalp cooling research center wow so I, so I, we've got a global audience now yeah. it's very exciting <laughs> saying that uh so that's the university in huddersfield yes? it is yeah so we've been working with the university for the last seven to eight years but on a um, a lower level scale with both the biological um, science department and also with the design and development department. Okay. Um, a lot of that has been through give, government 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 <laughs> um, knowledge transfer partnership grants. Um, okay. So they're very very up on um, the government want to make sure that academia and also enterprise can link together. So if you're an SME, you've got the facility there to be able to either expand your business through research and development. Um, So that's what we were doing initially. Um, And so we we proved the credibility of of scalp cooling. Then we also developed a better cap because one of the main things about uh, the treatment is making sure you've got the best fitting cap. Yes. Um, So believe it or not, there's over a... 100,000 different head shapes around the world. Wow. Um, depending on your ethnicity and your demographic location. So we have to find a cap. So with all the facilities, the design and the, the, the CAD um, software, 3D printing. I was going to say just 3D. Yeah. Because I know that was when I went to have a look around University of Huddersfield, they were sh- very proud of the 3D printer and it came got out. got some incredible facilities yeah. there. So, you know, if, even if anybody is listening to this and is, um, is thinking about how they can develop their business or look at areas of, of research and development, it's mm-hmm. a fantastic opportunity to be able to link with your local university and be able to, uh, to apply for such things as KTPs. Um, so we've gone full circle now and actually reinvested because of the growth of the business, yeah. um, uh, reinvested back uh, into the university and uh, with a million pounds. And as I say, now opened the world's first um, scalp cooling research or the Paxman Research and Innovation Centre. Oh, um, well, I mean, I, I was lucky enough to come to the event that um, you launched last week, which, which yep. you can tell a little bit more about. But um and and what I was fascinated about was, or was fascinated by, was the um, wonderful doctor that spoke, Doctor Nick. <laughs> Doctor Nick. Uh, 
Dr. Nick Bubble. Explain why you call him Dr. Nick Bubble. Oh, he's really going to love me. Uh, Nick is uh, Dr. Nick Georgopoulos um, and he's a wonderful um, gentleman who we work with. But he's, uh, yeah, I call him Nick the Bubble because if you've ever watched uh, the film Snatch, it's off there. Um, Bubble and Squeak, Greek, because the lovely gentleman is Greek. So um, it's just a bit easier sometimes until you get your mouth round uh, Georgopoulos. But uh... But what an inspirational man and uh one of the all the conversations i've had on here have been very much about how we buy into people Mm -hmm. and we should just say what what you were launching last week so the wonderful work that you've been doing and joining together with the laura crane trust yeah so I'll yeah. let you, you explain a little bit more. but No problem, yeah. So we one of the, the main things, as I say, is, and our values of the business and our Absolutely. ethos is that no matter who you are, where you are, that you get access to scalp cooling. Now, in the UK, even though we have over 98% of NHS and private hospitals um, here in the UK have our equipment, if you are aged between 16 and 24 in a number of, of hospitals in the UK, there's about 28, mm. um, you actually get your chemotherapy treatment in a different unit. And it's okay. called a TYA, which is teenage and young adult. Mm-hmm. Now, the um, because we treat just solid tumour cancers and a lot of young children or teenagers have blood-related mm-hmm. cancers, which you can't use scalp cooling for, the incidence of or the amount of times you need to have scalp cooling is very low, okay. it's limited. Mm-hmm. Or the other problem was if they were borrowing them from the other unit, they don't have the training. If yeah. you don't know how to use them, it doesn't work properly. There'd be fit issues there as well, probably, exactly. wouldn't there? Absolutely, yeah. 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 Really, really important. So we have been working with the Laura Crane Youth Cancer Trust for a number of years now in lots of fundraising capacities. Mm-hmm. And Richard and I are actually um, ambassadors for the, for the charity. But we've always wanted to do something collaboratively and how we could reach out um, to this to this demographic of, of patients. And so for us as a business as well, and us wanting to make sure, but also giving back, because that's mm. really important to us is to to be able to to share and, and, and share what we have to offer. Um, we decided that we would like to offer this treatment free of charge. Wow. Um, so because again, it's not economically viable for these units or the hospital to invest in a system which might actually be sat there for a good four or five months of the year. Yeah. You, might only, have, of yeah, you yeah. might only have okay. four patients. Mm. But mm. So that's where we're going to, um, uh, or, or the, the packages, the, the services where we will actually, they will let us know when they need um, a system and we will deliver it to the unit and allow it to stay there until um, the patients finish the treatment. Um, wow. And then they'll get their own cap as well in a in a nice cap bag with all the necessary hair care kit as well. So, yeah, you know, and listening and, and when you talked about um, you know hair loss and you're talking about young people there, <laughs> and the thing that that rings with me here is about identity. Yeah, and um, nobody wants to be defined by their cancer, do they? No, not at all. And therefore, it's remembering that people still are who they are and they still have that identity yeah and I think that hair loss is part of that yeah but also you know as you say by having your own 
cap with your bag and your, yeah. your nice shampoo and you can still care about yourself. You, It, it all builds on that self-esteem and self-worth, which, I, I mean, you know, I, I, I've only had the experience of, of going through it with mum this last year, but I would have thought some of the mental health challenges are actually as, as difficult as the physical changes to your body. Absolutely. And so this is one of the things that we do say and when I go around um, giving the talks and, and either training, educating um, or just presenting about Paxman, the importance of scalp cooling, why it is so important. And um, we do know that, you know, a couple of things. We know that stress and depression um, are linked to weaken the immune system. So it's okay. actually been clinically proven. Um, so somebody may have underlying mental health issues mm. or by the fact of, of losing their hair, and we know that people then become isolated. Mm. They don't want to go out. They don't Absolutely. want to socialise. You can understand that, can't you? Who would want, you know, even if you if, just think about when you're having a bad hair day yourself. So having no hair, and I know there's fantastic wigs and scarves, but it's still that signpost of, I have cancer, mm. and people cannot cope with that. Mm. There are a lot of people who, who brave the shave and, and mm. you know, and go out and do that, but that's that's not... The, you know the majority so it's it's a huge thing so if we can help people to retain enough hair that mm-hmm. they don't need to wear a wig or a, or a scarf um, then that will help them with their yeah. own mental health um, because it is so so important uh, that, that these things are looked at it's not just about pumping the body full of um, cytotoxic drugs mm. we're, you know we're curing that cancer that's fine it's about the um, everything else that goes with, with the chemotherapy treatment as well and making sure we can manage those side effects yeah. and allow people to live with their cancer diagnosis. Yes. And yeah. that is the most important thing. And, you know, and be able to have the privacy. People don't want, you don't want to tell everybody. You don't no. want to have to tell everybody. You know, we have incidences of people not telling the children and that's huge. You know, some people, whether you think that's right or wrong, that it allows should be a choice, them, shouldn't it? Perf- that's the yeah. that's the key word there. Yeah. It's choice. Yeah. It's yeah. allowing them to have the control, um, you know, empowerment and and privacy. You know, that's a huge thing. And another story of a gentleman who was captain of his golf club, uh, never wore a hat, didn't mm. want anybody else knowing because of the stature yeah. of him being ca- um, golf club captain, um, and you know, so he went ahead and. Used, had the treatment, kept his hair, didn't have to tell anybody. Wow. And that's massive. Yeah. But it, and it's also about the outer circle of your family as well. and um, The impact on them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So this work, and, and just going back to, for example, Dr. Nick and yeah. but yourself and your dad and your brother and the, the people that are part of your yeah. Paxman circle if you like yeah. and I think what's wonderful and what, what really came across to me the other night when um, uh, Dr. Nick stood up and started to talk about the science yeah. is how passionate he was mm-hmm. about his work and how personable he was yeah. and my big thing is that you know it's a cliche people buy people and but we do buy into that personality and how important that is because yeah. for me I thought you could have and and you know there are very 
there are many academics out there that are yeah, very, yeah. very good at what they do, but they may not be the best person to front up a campaign yeah. or um, to stand on a stage and share with with a, a non-academic audience. Yeah. And I think that's that's something that you do so well as well, that, that empathy, that connection that you have with people, because... Actually, it's it's that connection on a very real basis, on a patient level, mm-hmm. but also as a, a brand ambassador, if you like, to get yeah. the, the business name out there. And I know I've seen a lot of the um, videos that you've done on social media, so you have some kind of... I don't, I'm sure you don't call them focus groups. <laughs> what do you call them, Claire? <laughs> Where you have ladies or, or uh, gentlemen that have been through... Um, chemotherapy and kept the hair and yeah, they so talk last year we did a uh, I called it a pioneers day so we had some um, people who are who are very vocal on social media in fact uh, some of them are uh, are known as influencers now yeah. on social media and are doing incredible things themselves since their own cancer diagnosis is because there are a lot of myths so the idea was that we wanted to get everybody around the table and talk about a lot of the myths that are out there mm-hmm. uh, I mean you only had to watch cold feet for the yes. last on the last series and they talked about the cold cap um, and I spent an, uh, 45 minutes on the phone because they wanted to borrow our machine mm. um, and this is a perfect example of brand and they yes. wanted to use our machine in whilst uh, the, the character uh, went for her chemotherapy mm. and the first question we asked is it going to work no so that in itself is really, really frustrating because yeah. you think, hang on, that's that's you know that's our our business, our product, and our brand, and you were an incredibly influential program. Yes. Um, to the point where why would we have our system which has our name on mm. there to for it not to work? Yeah. So I went I educated this person, this researcher on the on the telephone, and I think it was the the props director as well, and she got it, but it it didn't make a difference. But it was because it's part of the storyline, and she obviously went and tried funny wigs on, etc. Mm. But it's so important that these people realise that that's your business. You wouldn't, you know, would you ask to go and and, and use somebody else's product, and then it breaks down or or something? Yeah, it, it's, absolutely. It's a lack of understanding and empathy towards a the treatment and and b us as a business so and a business that's making such a difference as well it's not as if you're some yes you're a business but you're a business that's reinvesting and making a huge difference well i i think that was happening around the time that we first had our conversation because i remember you saying that um i think the character had said about how how painful it was and cold and um, i remember (laughs) saying to you that i'd said this to mum and uh she said, yes, she said it, it was very cold. She said, but it wasn't that much different than watching Oscar play football on a, a winter Huddersfield morning, you yeah. know. And, Been there, and done that, that. that. That pain. And I thought what was fascinating that you said to me, which I hadn't realised, is that it's a bit like when you go into the sea and that intense coldness. Yeah, yeah. But actually... You, you acclimatise. You, you do, you acclimatise. And, you know, and I'm not 
sitting here saying it works mm. for everybody we know it doesn't mm. and we do know and it depends on your tolerance level some people do find it quite mm. uncomfortable but that personal drive to the end goal also helps people as well yeah. um so it's just about getting those right messages out so that was the purpose of the uh, of the event that we did uh, and literally holding up these myths and saying is this true you know it's um painful and uncomfortable or don't brush your hair and uh, cut your hair really short to make it work better so it, it's and it, it's sometimes it's important that it's not just coming from from us yes um as the as the manufacturer yeah, yeah. but it comes Absolutely. from those actual individuals because we we've recently set up a facebook group okay um and i have to you know say now obviously yes it's paxman and our name but the team that we have are, uh, at paxman um who are like extended family are just incredible and um it, it's brilliant when you get new innovative people or mm. people finding different roles within your business as it grows and really bringing so much to it and and one of the examples is this is a facebook it's a closed group yes. and it's it's incredible i think we, uh, it was reported this week we've now got around 800 members on there majority are from the uk and and the us but the support network for one another sharing experience sharing experience well. people go on and say i'm just about to start any tips and within 5 minutes it's like 50 comments you know and people saying oh look how much hair i've lost i think i'm thinking of quitting and it's like no don't quit don't do it wow. <laughs> and it's wow. and it's just brilliant and it's you know people now talk about our product and call it the Paxman because we're not the only people to do this I hadn't realized that I yeah. thought you were the only ones and it was yeah yeah no there is a, there is another manufacturer and and it's very very heartwarming for us when people say no I want the Paxman and yeah. because that's that's us that's our brand but it, and again it's because of, of who we are you know and what our we've been through this as a family and everybody that is part of Paxman is is invested in that, that and wants to go out and help and help in that and you know to the point where we've had some hospitals and you talk about the story and talk about my mum and it's mm. her legacy it is her legacy everything that Paxman is about and the and everything we do it's is is for my mum you know yeah. she didn't die in vain you know, she was, it's 20 okay. years ago this year it's 20 Gosh. years this year um and she was only 44 but you know her legacy lives on of this fantastic, amazing woman that she was. Yeah, making such a difference. Yeah. And that, that just takes me on to something because I I see you and you travel the world and you stand on stages. <laughs> and I know it's something that's not necessarily your most comfortable thing standing up there. Yeah. But that, and you have to be brave sometimes, I would yeah. have thought. And, um, you know, I was talking to somebody um, only earlier today and we were saying how so often people avoid that those difficult conversations and i'm mm. sure you have to have some really difficult conversations at times just because people are in a in a, a challenging place yeah and i just wonder is it always thinking of your mum what is it that makes you think i'm going to put my big girl pants on <laughs> and i'm going out there and i'm going to do it what, yeah. what drives you yeah, definitely, definitely my mum. Um, and it works both ways sometimes. I mean, every single time I, I present, whether it's, as I say, 
um, and as you as you've just mentioned, whether it's me going and doing info training or just going into a business to speak, but every single time I am talking about my mum. Now, that's often very different as to how I'm feeling individually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I don't mind at all um, admitting that I do. Uh, suffer with mental health Mm. um, issues I have borderline personality disorder so I'm either you know I try and keep myself at a a level but if I am having a a bad time Mm. um, it it does get more difficult and to to think that I have to stand up and talk and talk about my mum without crying and without being reduced to tears and it depends on your audience sometimes you might you know it might actually be okay and um if you if you're a little bit tearful um but then sometimes it's it's not appropriate um so yeah it is i do have i do think about her all the time and i do feel her with me um and i do literally say come on i can do this it's you know these this is you're the reason that i'm stood up here and and doing this to to i, I call it paxmanize people <laughs> that's what I so when people say to me what do you do claire what well you know, come up with initiatives to um you know to build the brand of the business and raise awareness and i said get me in a room with someone within 30 minutes i'll paxmanize them <laughs> but i think that's your infectious personality and i think that's part of your i mean i know we're talking about the paxman brand here but we're talking about you as well and as I said at the beginning I'm not good at reaching out but there was just something about you that I I can reach out to her and that means a lot (laughs) and I think that connection is so important and you put yourself out there on social media I mean (laughs) I say this a lot with my guests and I think there's a bit of a theme here but we're fellow football fans oh yes following Huddersfield Town so I knew you through that and but also mum to you know your your gorgeous son so you share um, on social media and I think you have this huge role and this huge responsibility I suppose um, in, in the role that you have and I mean that in a bigger term yeah, rather than yeah, in in, no, um, in the actual day to day role, but it you've sort of kept that real realness about you in that human connection. Yeah, well, I think and and I really appreciate you saying that, and um, you, because you do sometimes you start to think, oh gosh, am I being a bit you know overshare? But then then I think back and think no, because a lot of the time social media isn't always a true reflection of life and what people are going through. And people always look and think, oh gosh, look at them, they're doing this, they're doing that. And and I suppose I kind of like to make it real, warts and all. Yes, I do travel the world with my with mm. my job. Um, yes, I do, it's not a job. Mm. It, it, I love it, it's a passion. But I also have the difficulties as well, like everybody does. And it, you know, it makes people realise that you are only human and everybody goes through similar, you know, by being a mum and, and I mean, I've, I've raised Benji completely by myself. He's, um, uh, he, he's 
uh, biological dad disappeared when he was 80 months old. So, and I've I've never remarried. I'm like the calamity Jane of relationships, Deborah. But that's another <laughs> podcast story, I think. Should we um, save that one? I think we'll save that, that one special. there. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be special as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it's it's been hard work. It was lovely. But... Can I just say though, it was lovely seeing him by your side the other night, and he was obviously there, very proud to be part of the family mm. and representing the Paxman name. He's my best friend. Yeah. He is literally my best friend. He's been, it's been me and him for he's he's sixteen this year. Oh my God, um, and he he you know we do everything together, and I I'm very grateful for that. That he's not oh, mum, you know, yeah. at that stage, you know, Kevin and Perry. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and he he is, and that is a very special moment for me to be for him to be by my side and for him to see me do what I love uh, and adore. And again, with the with the mental health as well, I want to be open about that. I do struggle. Um, I, I, I struggle quite a lot. Um, but I, I do try and put things into place to make sure that I I, I can cope with it because that's mm. what it is. should never be ashamed. Absolutely should not. Always yeah. talk about it mm-hmm. and also try and put... Um, strategic things into place or strategies into place, mm. clues in my title <laughs> as well, um, to help to help manage that. So um, hence the the reason for for starting the running. Um, I was just thinking that, and you know, I always say to people, uh, my running is for my mental health. Mm. Not, I mean, yes, I like to keep fit, and yes, I like to be able to have the extra glass of wine or. <laughs> bread or cheese or (laughs) whatever's going chocolate um so yes you know there's the vanity piece as well Hmm. but absolutely and people will say to me oh can I come out running with you no that's my time it's my time to escape and even to the point that um Paul my husband will sometimes say do you need to go for a run? Which means I think it's time that, you know, I'm just a little bit too stressy maybe. Oh, but wow, that's incredible that, that it recognises. And that is the reason I've done it yeah. because, like yourself, and, and, yeah, I put a post on, on social media and I was absolutely blown away about, you know, with all the, the, the comments and the and people even sending me direct messages as well, just both congratulating me but also giving me that extra boost to say this is exactly the same thing for me this is what's got me out of you know and helped me and you know even some people saying that they don't have to take medication anymore if I got to that stage um you know I think that would be great uh but but in the meantime it's it's ticking all the boxes it's a step forward isn't it exactly you know my, my new year's resolution this year because I'm um I'm a perfectionist and I I really have to work on being, you know, good enough rather than perfection. Yeah. And so I'm looking for progress, not perfection in all areas of my life this year and just keep checking in on that. And isn't it lovely? I saw on on Facebook the the posts and, and how you'd got that support, but I thought it was so lovely that you're so often putting out that support yeah. that you were getting it back. I was back. getting it back, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, that was wonderful. And, it, and it, it all goes towards helping as well. And, and like I said, sometimes you do feel a bit, oh, should I put it on Facebook? Are people, because that's one of my problems, mm. is, is that... Do you have is, a voice in your head? Uh, just, just a bit, just a bit. Don't we all? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, you're only attention seeking, or and you know. But then you have to stop and go, no. And that proof of all of the um, motivation and and the wonderful comments was 
was the reason why why you do it and and it's and it makes that connection and and it's the whole thing even just on a business level it's about trust and I've yeah. talked about this with other guests before it's about trust and building trust and building relationships so that we we work with people that we want to work with but also those people then become advocates for us so even just on yeah. the business level and I'm not I know it's it's bigger than that for you but the only way you build trust is by being real and yeah, absolutely having something to connect to and there was something on the uh, BBC last week saying about people stopping talking about sport in the office because people are feeling excluded from the football and cricket conversation. And I thought of the conversations I've had over the years mm. and actually in sometimes the jobs that I've got over the years because yeah. of my love of sport. And I understand what they were saying, but actually it's those little conversations, be it sport, being it talk about children, being talking about running, being very British and talking about the weather. <laughs> it's those conversations that we make our connections and absolutely yeah. build cultures in businesses. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And it's I think, again, it's it's really important that you do have those conversations and you find those connections because you know we're only human and we're not um you don't get on with everybody no. all the time yeah. um so yeah so it's, it is really important to do that so what's the future what have you got planned for the rest of the year what's oh gosh um yeah it's, it's a busy one and I, I keep saying as well I, there's a i have a, a feeling in my waters as they say <laughs> I don't know if that's a health issue, but there we go. Um, yeah, that this uh, this twenty twenty is is uh, I think it's going to be a good one for me personally, um, because of the changes that I'm making and and the trying to ooze that positivity mm. and not let not let the the naysayers or the the that voice get me down. Um, but also for the business as well. Um, mm. So I'm going to be spending a lot of time in America this year. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So that that's with our uh, with a, a clinical pioneers um, uh, program mm -hmm. that initially developed for uh, the UK, um, and it's gone incredibly well. So it's basically getting uh, and it, all the clinicians, uh, whether you're nurse, healthcare provider, um, so healthcare assistant, sorry into a room and paximanizing them okay. <laughs> at the end of the day but it's also an accreditation so they at the end of it are a pioneer in paxman scalp cooling and they can go and share best practice mm. um and so it's gone very well in the uk and so i launched it in the us um wow. last september in boston it went incredible uh, so we've got the next one um in dc in four weeks time and um, um, they must just buy into your enthusiasm <laughs> Your energy, you know, you've got this energy when you walk in the room and they must just buy into that. Uh, the, yeah, I mean, I feel really, yeah, of course I do, no. um, But own yeah, it. yeah. Own, own it, it sorry, yes, come yeah. on, own it. Um, yeah, no, the, the, the feedback that I get is is incredible and, and they do say that you are just so infectious and you, you make us want to do better and you make us want to go out there and help everybody, which is mic drop moment really because that's Absolutely. exactly what I what I want to do and what I want to achieve um you so. know I'm just thinking and I, I talked about this to you um a while ago but uh, my son's best friend Josh 
uh, goes to uh, Home Firth High School. (laughs) And I know they've introduced a house system at Home Firth. And one of the houses is Paxman House. It is, yeah. And he was telling me about this. And I said, well, I I know Claire, Claire Paxman. And he came running home uh, and he said, Deborah, you'll never guess whose house I'm in. (laughs) I mean, Paxman, he was just so delighted. And you'd been in with your dad to talk and then explain. And was your mum head girl? Is that right? Yeah, well, uh, there's the whole story there. It's like the love story as well of of dad and mum. So it's a both um, dad uh, and my mum went to the school and that's where they met when they were 14 and started going out with each other. Um, and yes, my mum was head girl. Um, so we've we've been doing some work with them. Um, and dad has, has gone in and, and spoken a few times and spoken about his success story and how obviously he's come from that school. And we were absolutely overwhelmed when they put it out to a vote with mm. the with the uh, both the staff and the and the pupils and yeah and it came back as one of the ones that uh, that they wanted to name a house after so yeah there's it's lovely Paxman though. House at Hoverth High and I've got lots of friends with with kids there and and I was it was the same when they were all put into their houses it's like oh my daughter's <laughs> in Paxman House and and they've got blue ties and it's no it, it's great it's, it's... It makes me go a bit goose pimply actually but and and you know again you you're I've worked in in charities and you talk about a supporter journey and mm. you know let's hope that some of those children won't be impacted by cancer for a long long time yeah. but just having that awareness of the brand and the positivity of the Absolutely. name yeah. isn't that fabulous that they're learning about your brand at such a young at such a young influential age as yeah well. it is and it's impressionable age yeah probably the better word no it is and it's and it's making it real as well and, and they asked us um, which charity we would recommend and obviously straight away Laura Crane so then I've also been in with with Helen yes. Helen Merville fundraising manager and um, she's given a talk to them as well and obviously that's on youth cancer as well uh, so it, it, it does it makes it um, real because this the thing is you can't wrap children in in cotton wool um it's a fact of life um and i think if you if they have more knowledge knowledge is power and they can be more prepared so but yeah it it is also great for them to see um what's what this company and this family in in uh in huddersfield are doing on a global scale and yeah and they've like come up to us after and said that was really great really enjoyed it because you never can judge can't you can i can i be really honest with you i think probably one of the most nervous or the most nervous i've been to present is in front of <laughs> children, teenagers, you know, age or from eleven to sixteen. Um, oh. oh my goodness! If you it's... can capture that audience, then <laughs> am I onto a good one? Then? Oh, absolutely, because <laughs> they'll tell you straight. Yeah, and, and you just never know because of the body language and everything. And are you, yeah. are you engaged? But afterwards, we got you know, we've always had some great compliments saying that you could hear a pin drop now if you can hear a pin drop when you're presenting to kids you're uh, yeah you've got them <laughs> they've all been paxmanized <laughs> oh thank you so much claire thank My you for pleasure. bringing your energy and enthusiasm to uh, my little podcast and uh, just continue the amazing work and thank you again for everything you've done for for me thank you thank you <laughs>
enjoyed today's conversation. I'd love you to join in the conversation as well. And the best way to do that is through social media. I can be found on Instagram and Twitter at do underscore impact. And if you'd like to sign up to my newsletter or know more about my work, please go to my website at deborahogden.com. Tune in for further episodes and please subscribe and share with your colleagues and friends if you've enjoyed this podcast. Thanks for listening to On Brand With. It was hosted by Deborah Ogden and produced by me, Anthony Short. This has been an A Short Stories production. Music